0: It just gets worse and worse for the Wellington Phoenix. Five
1: in the back of their net now. Worst result at home for Wellington Phoenix in the club's history. Have you never noticed that I have fish? No, I've never been in your room while well, I that's a fair point hello and welcome to uh to the worst uh, the worst game of all time um dave just noticed you, you l-
0: almost stole the branding of a different podcast there that was good
1: <laughs> yeah i did I, uh the the superior podcast to alan mm. uh which we are not uh that is not our podcast um yes we just watched the game for the ninth time yes it still feels like a ridiculously low number it does i feel like i've seen it a lot more than nine times um that's all right yeah. Um, we were joined by uh, my flatmate Joey for about 30 minutes of the game. Yep. Uh, she has, Avid listener. Avid listener, absolutely. She kindly provided us with a hot pink suitcase to carry the podcast gear around. Um, and <laughs> reminded you that you've been meant to thank her for weeks. I meant to thank her on the uh, other podcast, Phoenix City, which has far more listeners than this one, but uh, today I've remembered to thank her for lending... Her suitcase to us To carry around the podcast It's just Such a laborious thing To carry around In our old container Yeah But now we have A new Hot pink suitcase That we've been borrowing For the last four weeks Just to
0: stitch you up What do you you think about the suitcase? If you were to assess that suitcase, what would
1: you say? I have no problem with it. I think it's a great suitcase. You're a liar, and I can see it all over your face. I mean, the the problem I have with it is that uh, the the wheels aren't the best thing in the world. (laughs) And you'll agree with this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, It's not what you're going for here, but you agree with this 100%. Yeah, I'm just
0: making sure that you slip it into the middle of your your thanking statement is actually the wheels are really annoying.
1: The wheels are, yeah. (laughs) But it's much better than the old situation. It, It does take quite a while. Huge while. amount. It just takes quite like usually when you're dragging a suitcase behind you, it's very easy. Yeah. It, just, it just goes with you. This one this one it's, it's a bit of it's a bit of an effort. And we are also loading it up with quite heavy stuff. stuff. Like I like going on a flight taking that as carry-on, I'd never load it up with probably what, fifteen kilos of stuff? No no, not fifteen <laughs> it's kilos. Not fifteen
0: kilos of stuff.
1: <laughs> it's not even close. But would that. this fit in seven kg carry-on, do you reckon? Probably. Probably. Yeah. It's still heavy.
0: You're just weak. So all, all the listeners are hearing here.
1: As if I'm weak.
0: Yeah. Sure.
1: Um, football?
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's still not fun. It's but, not fun. Um, it's it's not bad. I don't I don't mind it anymore. I think I'm I think I'm past the point of hating the game. I just I just, I just,
1: yeah. I just absorb it. Yeah. I just sit here and it plays in front of me. And I don't really watch it. It just happens and I and I just go with it. Yeah, well you didn't really watch it this week. You you took no notes. Well basically no, no notes. No, I have a note. <laughs> <laughs> Which by default has become my shining light, so we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, you definitely you definitely weren't as, as involved in the uh, game as normal. This one we're recording at 9am on a Saturday morning. Always oh, That's when we started, started watching it. Yeah. Um, so there's some context for everybody out there. And both of us were out reasonably late last night with comedy festival stuff. Yeah, we were.
0: Uh, you, you, were you were working on a show, whereas I was just... You were just a pleb. <laughs> yeah, being being at shows. Not your show. Not my show. You still haven't bought a ticket to our show. No, well, we, we've had this discussion before. I don't, I don't do musicals, and your show this year is a musical.
1: In fact, I've, I've explained to you that it is not a musical. Uh, it is a how, show with music in it. How much of it is music? In, in, uh, uh, probably about 40 minutes of the 60 minute running time. So um, it's a musical. No, because well, no, to be a musical, and I've explained this to you, but I'll explain it to the, oh, to the I, masses. I don't accept I'll explain to the masses um, is that for it to be a musical, the characters don't need to not know that they're singing and the, the songs need to advance the plot. So in this show, the characters in the show know they're singing because they're, they're characters of a pop band, a pop band, and there is the the songs do not advance the plot at all. They're just songs that are, that are very funny. Um, I can claim no credit of the funniness of the songs. That was all uh, all my friend Joseph Moore. Um, but uh, yes, I, I I concede the point that this is not your show. No. Um, no, which you, is which you,
0: is why I'm not going to feel bad that I'm not going to that show.
1: Yes, yeah, so Although, out.
0: to be fair, I did end up at one of your other musicals, so that was...
1: But that's because you didn't know it was, a, it was a musical. Well,
0: it's that I wasn't going to your shows, that I, I go to that, you go to that festival, event yeah. every
1: year, and, and just,
0: yours just happened to be one of the shows as part of that.
1: And you're the only one from Yellow Fever who's seen any of my shows, or at least our core group of friends in Yellow Fever that's seen any of my shows. So that's great. So thanks Dave for that. Thanks for the support.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: was I was I supportive? I don't remember. I don't remember being that supportive. Uh, all I remember is that you were reaming out well, not no, not reading out the show, but pointing out some things, some flaws that you found in the show to the director. While I was sitting next to the director, yeah. and then the writer turned up, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, this is Stella. She was our director, yeah. and this is Finn. He wrote the show." And I didn't you back away from any you, of You stood by your statements. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't think I was overly harsh. No, you weren't. Critical in a in a constructive fashion. Yes for a show full of under 25s yeah. <laughs> for, de- for development purposes. Thanks, Dave. No worries. Anytime. Uh, so we, we we both saw um, the person who sparked this podcast idea last night, Guy Montgomery. We saw his stand-up show. Um, it was good? It was good. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, there, there was minimal mention of shit football games, mm. uh, which was refreshing. Uh, and then you went on and saw the other half of this podcast, despite this idea. Tim Bat afterwards. Yes, I did. Um, he was good as well. So, good. Um, you you obviously had
0: to bugger off to do your own show, but I yeah I saw both of them last night. They were good. I would like to see. I've, se- I've seen both of them quite a few times before. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. No, still still good stuff from them. So yeah,
1: every time every time I see anyone do stand up comedy makes me realize that despite hosting this podcast and people somehow finding it's funny, there's no way either of us could ever do a stand-up show. Like, no. Jesus. Like, it's just well, such a far-away thing that, like, I'll never achieve. It, it brings into question why we're
0: doing this. Because, because obviously they were, when they were doing The Worst Idea, they were they were comedians, they, they were advancing a, a comedy career. Established comedians. They, you know, that, that, that was their job, and this was kind of a side project to that. Neither of us intend to have anything to do with comedy at all. we so, yeah. so, this advances essentially nothing for either of us other than wasting a lot of our time.
1: And I, I think we don't even get anything from the football perspective of it because we, if there are any benefits to hosting a weekly football podcast, we would get that from the other podcast. Podcast, correct. Yeah. Uh, and so, are we, are we just wasting our time doing this? Is that all this podcast is? I think, I think is doing? largely that is the case, yes. I mean, but, but we kind of knew that going in. Um we have listeners,
0: though. We do. And and in fact, this week, one of our listeners, I think, nailed exactly how this was going to work. Because when we first started out, we weren't really sure how often we were going to do this, how many yeah. times we were going to watch it. Yep. There were a range of things where we initially, the, the concept was going to be, we were only going to do it once a month, yeah. and we were just going to keep going forever. The,
1: there's such a huge demand for this podcast that we do it every two weeks now.
0: Correct. But we still weren't really sure how many times we were going to watch it. But um, one of our listeners has pointed out the answer to this, which is we are going to watch it 27 times, Yes, which is the of an A-League a- season. We're going to so we watch-, watch an entire A-League season worth of this one game that we hate. Yeah. Um, um, so that'll that'll be just over a year.
1: Yeah, one year and two weeks. Although, I guess if we... No, yeah. no, it'll be exactly on a year because the first one was on day zero. So it, it works like that. Does it, though? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does work like that. <laughs> only, only if we stick to our timeline. Which we're... Uh, like, we're not... 100% stringed to it but we're there or thereabouts <laughs> yeah like we catch up eventually yeah we is this behind or ahead? I think this is we should have done this last week we should have right? done this last week we are yeah. one week behind not yeah. two weeks behind so uh, yeah we're, we're doing alright Um uh the football Yes, football because that's what everyone's here for. Well, I, I want to have a football chat this week. Which sure, is interesting.
0: Okay, um, so at one point, I think I think it's Fred um, says that our key problem in this game is that uh, Roley and Vinnie and a Rod need to start dominating the center third, and and it's probably uh, I think I think it's early in the first half. He's suggesting that this is the problem we're having. Do we agree with that assessment? Is is the midfield our problem in this game? Is that would, would you think that's a fair assessment of what goes wrong here? Is our midfield don't play well enough? I, To be fair to
1: Fred, he says this quite early on. And so the reason why the whole thing fell apart is potentially not because of this problem. Mm. Um, I think that the team as a whole played badly. Yeah, I think I, we, we, all we all agree on, agree on that. that. It's an established fact. It was 5-1, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, I don't see much more that Vinny could do, for example. Mm. Uh, I feel like Vinny does what is, does what is asked of him. Yep. He is, plays that, not, not quite the enforcer role in the middle of, of DM, but he's there and thereabouts and does quite a bit of work. Yep. Um, A-Rod, A-Rod has less of a game. I think but that was kind of Arod's role was that he didn't do anything flashy he was just always there keeping the ball moving. Yeah. Do and we th- think he was in this game though? I think I think it's an interesting comment from
0: Fred because I think in some ways he's right. I think Rolly and Arod along with Rossi are yeah. very invisible for this yeah. game I, I, you don't notice them on the ball much you don't notice them doing much at all I think you're right I think Vinny's involved yeah. and he's breaking up play and that that's his role I don't know that he offers us a lot going forward but that's not what you're asking from him. but I, I do think you look at it and this, this is actually not the worst call because mm. their midfield does dominate and they, they spark a lot of well, their stuff yeah. and we're not really in there competing for it and we're not that, that I think is where it starts going wrong for us and then obviously there are other things we've talked about before you know the, the, the backs Lowry has a shit game Park has a shit game we don't offer much up front mm. after Roy goes off you know the, but I think the, I think all those things do stem from actually our midfield get dominated for 90 minutes here and that lets us down a
1: lot but that's a problem that the Phoenix have had yeah. for a while, and like th- this game is kind of perhaps uh, reflective of the struggles the Phoenix have had over the last yep. few years. Um, obviously, Albert Riera was a godsend when we had him, yep, because he was just a cut above everything else we'd ever had in the midfield. Goran Peratsky has kind of done it at the top of the, the season just past, yep, but not really for an entire season to the level that we had hoped. Mm. I mean, we kind of needed Tim Brown.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's the thing where both Roly and A-Rod, you, you kind of alluded to it, but both it was kind of their style to be invisible mm. a lot of the yeah. time. They'd, they'd pop up every now and then and do something great. But the fact that they were our two midfielders we're relying on here, and they, they both just kind of drift in and out of games. And this game, they spend a
1: lot more time kind of drifted out than drifted in. I'm not sure that that's entirely fair on Rowley. I think Rowley ended up doing a lot of dropping deep to get the ball. At, at times. But we also saw a lot of games where he
0: just... Kind of yeah. wasn't there, and, and it was a big criticism. And why, in the end, when he left, we weren't necessarily that sad. And this CM is Go.
1: this is very much in that time period. exactly. There's yeah. Seven games left in the season after yeah. this, and he was, I think, by this point, he already knew he was leaving. Yeah, and so yeah. But by the same token, would those three players have a, having a slightly better game have changed anything? Because I don't think it would have. I think we still would have lost this game, but perhaps we might have been a little bit more in it than we were.
0: Yeah. I think I think there are, there's a long time where we're still in it. Um, you know, you, you look at 5-1 and it's, you know, at 2-0, we're actually not out of this at all. We have some decent chances there. Yeah. And it could go very differently, but it, it doesn't, obviously. Yeah. But I, I do think if, if Roley had been having a good game or A-Rod had been having a good game, so he had kind of two out of those three mm. having decent games, it could have gone quite differently. Um, and, you know, there are other factors like Roy going off that make a big impact to our ability to score up front. But that's, um, we've, we've talked about that at length before.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one because we've watched this game so many times now that we just know that it's terrible. Mm. But I kind of never watched it with a real technical analysis of what's gone wrong.
0: No, which is why when he said it, I kind of thought my immediate reaction was, that's not the problem, we're just all shit. But then I kind of sat there and thought on it for a bit and was like, actually, maybe maybe that is kind of the, the start of where it all goes wrong, is actually that midfield. Because um, mm. I think the individual performances we've blamed a lot haven't been in that midfield. We've never talked about Rowley having we well, have yeah, game. We've, 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 we've t- talked t- about t- Lowry, we've talked about Parkhouse, we've talked about you know various other people, but yeah. not... That midfield but I actually think they're the ones who get the most dominated all game they're just not the ones making the final error for the goal you know they're not Mm. the one putting everyone on side or getting beaten twice to have a goal scored past them they got very serious very quickly yeah well you, you said you wanted a football chat I'm like well this week I've written a note about a football chat so very good that's probably the first time other than episode one where we've talked about the football properly
1: like yeah in depth um uh, if, if we weren't watching this game 10 times Or more 27, 27 times, times um, I would probably sit down and kind of and, like try and work out some places where there are exact examples of this happening, mm. and and pull out some some clips of it and and, and do some analysis. But when we're watching this game twenty seven times, and the next time we watch it the tenth time, there's no way I'm subjecting myself to this more than I have to. Oh no! So no. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm very sorry.
0: Yeah, well we, we definitely have reached a point where we don't we don't rewind. We don't like if if we just miss something, we don't go oh let's pause and watch that back
1: again. Like speaking I, of just missing things, I saw I saw shirtless kid for the you first did. time today i've always missed him and i can see why because he is very very in the background yep. um it uh although you notice know more of shirtless kid yeah well i've
0: ever seen kind of the one shot but it, he's actually kind of in the corner of the shot before that as well and then it it's, it's two shots of the referee one's kind of uh, a wider angle and then it goes in on a closer angle and the shirtless kid is in both of those shots mm. uh, uh
1: it's very strange so i can I, so you ask me why is he walking back to his seat with his shirt off i can answer half of that. Yeah. I can't tell you why he's walking back to his seat because the the, the unused players had, had just where well, they were walking up the stairs in the aisle and he had run over to high-five them or something. Oh, is, is
0: it the players? It's probably more likely technical stuff isn't it? That's usually where they go. No. Uh, I think the, a few the of the... players often stay up in the lounge.
1: I but, think a few of the players, like Ollie uh, Sale and stuff, often go up to the okay. technical lounge to watch the game as yeah. well. Um, and there were there were three or four of them, which there wouldn't be that many tech staff. Yeah. And the tech staff would already be there anyway. Um, so that's why he's walked over. Unfortunately, that's the very obvious part of why he's walked over. I can't explain why he has no shirt on. No, because
0: um, it, it feels weird to, you know, go over to, say, Ollie Sale if, it, if it's um, Ollie. I mean... And get your shirt off and swing it above your head by it's, yourself. It's probably easier... When, when, because of the, the scenario, he must be, like, centimetres from Ollie. Yeah. If he chooses to
1: be. I think uh, he's also... I mean, if he was going for, like, a shirt signing... It's probably easier to leave the shirt on and pull it taut and yeah. have them sign it rather than take it off.
0: Well, and, so and he's also that. like he's walking back to a seat. You can put that back on. You put it back on. Yeah. Like he's not looking at his shirt. If yeah. like, if he if he's taken it off to get it signed, like he, he's how old do we reckon this
1: kid is? seven okay Yeah.
0: Yep. Um he he would be looking at the signature. If he was keeping it off. Or yeah. he would put it back on yeah. and walk back to a seat.
1: He's not doing either of those things. No. He's just carrying it. And then so this this is all before and he's with all his
0: friends as this well. This is all
1: before the game starts. Once yes. the game started, you can still see him in the front row sitting there with no shirt on. Like yeah. he hasn't turned yellow because he wouldn't stand out there. It hasn't turned yellow. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> He's carrying his yellow phoenix shirt. He's still very white, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you mean he hasn't got his shirt on? He's not put his shirt back on. Otherwise putting
0: his shirt on doesn't turn him yellow.
1: Well, like when he's a little blur yeah. and like seven pixels on the screen, which is all it is, because this is the camera people are not focusing on shirtless kid at this and, and point. Fair enough. I, I don't blame them for it, but uh, they, they are they are not focusing on that and so he he hasn't put yeah he doesn't put a shirt on for quite a while i mean i didn't stop looking for it because let's move on from it but uh um i saw him for the first time this week and uh, yeah wasn't (laughs) mind-blowing it's weird though right it's weird yeah it's weird hey what else is on your list uh what else is on my list
0: oh the very first goal? No, no, it's not the first goal. I take that back. It's the second goal.
1: the The free kick one. Yes. Yep.
0: Brandan celebrates this goal. He he gets out a airplane celebration, arms out, runs back. He doesn't touch the ball. He's nowhere near this. Why is he celebrating this goal? Well, I can understand him like
1: celebrating the fact that his team scored a goal, like but running over and hugging the guy yeah, who scored the totally. goal, or high fiving
0: yeah. him, or something like that. But an airplane celebration for a goal you didn't score, yeah, or touch
1: at all. Like if Manny. Had celebrated no, no, and, no, and no, claimed he intended to no, kick. No, I, no, no. <laughs> I would not let Manny do an aeroplane celebration for this assist. I would. Um, he doesn't get many assists. If he
0: wants to aeroplane celebrate one that's a bit jammy, I'm all right with it. But Brandan's nowhere near this. He has nothing to do with it. He needs to not be celebrating. Not Not like this, anyway. Yeah. And I've never noticed that before. It was, it, I mean, you, you sounded like you'd seen that before, but I'm I, like, I what think is he doing? I've
1: not really clocked it properly, but I've definitely witnessed it and, and gone, oh, yeah, they're celebrating. But you're right. He does. He, uh, I think it's his persona that he's very. His <laughs> arrogance. Yeah. He's like, he's like Barysha in a way but much shitter. This is just put in that, like <laughs> he's, he's in terms of footballing ability, nothing like Borussia, but he wears his heart on his sleeve and he gives, he's a hundred percent emotion either way. Yeah. So he's either a hundred percent pissed off that he's given away that the referee's called a foul against him, or a hundred percent ecstatic that something good has happened. And mm. so he's like, he's kind of got no in between, which is a lot like a lot like Barisha. Yep, Barisha will be like absolutely steaming because something's gone wrong, and he'll grab some, and he'll convince someone to grab him by the throat or like he'll <laughs> the, he'll, the he'll go that, off and get him sent off. He's the thing off. that
0: I think is a little unfair to Borussia here is I think often like Borussia lives more in the real world than brandan does like if if barisha fouls someone he won't always argue the toss about yeah. it. you know he'll go yeah i fouled yeah. him there whereas whereas brandan even when he's you know gone studs up through the back of someone we like i didn't touch him mm. whereas I, I don't think beers ever takes it that far no like absolutely there, there are definitely times when it's it's a marginal call and he'll he'll fight his case yeah but when he knows straight up he's done something wrong, he's willing to accept that. He won't be happy about it, but he's mm. not going to go and tell a ref he's wrong or I got the ball or whatever when he just knows that that's
1: completely untrue. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's. I'm trying to, just trying to remember why we hated Brandan so much anyway. And it's just because he does this all the time. Like, it, mm. it was, there was no one big incident that made us all hate Brandan. There was no one incident where he, like, punched someone and therefore we all hate ran It was just this constant, like, yeah. just, like, eh, annoying arrogance that makes us yeah. dislike him.
0: Just little niggly things all game, every game. And, you, like, it didn't even need to be against the Phoenix. Like, you know, mm. both of us end up watching a lot of A-League football that doesn't yeah. necessarily involve the Phoenix and in, in every game against every opponent he's like that and it just it makes him very unlikable
1: and also didn't help that he was in a very unlikable Melbourne City team and yes he was a big part of why they were unlikable yeah. but like Neil Kenny was another one Luke Bratton like all those guys are just super unlikable um Oh, Malik Uh <laughs> I think I think it's only you and me who really dislike Malik and it's because
0: we've watched this game too many times. I think I found that I found that when we were in Auckland watching that game, we talked about this last week. But it's it's the same when I watched the um, the semi final.
1: I enjoyed Malik gifting. Yeah. Newcastle just the winning goals <laughs> so Ronaldo's much.
0: Like, he's just a bit of a journeyman who's played for heaps of clubs, and no one really cares. I'm, like no. I'm like,
1: no, no. He deserved <laughs> he deserved to give the ball away on the line like that because he chopped down Roy. Yeah, this is this is karmic justice. But it's it's like I say, I think it's
0: only you and me who feel like that because we've just seen this one game too too many times. Cause I think most of the time he's actually not he's not a particularly filthy player no. generally, and he's, no. he's just he's just a bit of a journeyman who does all right across the league.
1: Yeah, know? and and the, the reason he makes this challenge is because he's a bit slow. Yeah, and that's it. Um, but I took a lot of enjoyment out of just seeing him know that he's led his entire team down from making a grand final and like <laughs> it was just his fault because like it just turned him in an easy clearance the team had dealt with it well and he just gifts the ball to Jason Hoffman of all people it's and- a Hamish Watson of a touch is what happens here oh totally yeah but that makes me glad that Hamish Watson is not a defender because at <laughs> yeah. least at least when he gives it away up front we've got 11 people or 10 more people between the ball and the goal just to recover from it. Whereas if Hamish Watson was a defender and he was making Hamish Watson touches in the back line, we would give away so many goals. But I mean, that's why
0: he's not a defender. There's no way you could have a defender who had touch like that.
1: Yeah. Um, Some would say there's no way you can have a striker who has a touch like that. But uh, here we are.
0: Well, he's in his career at various levels, banged in a lot of goals up front. You can get away with some bad touches because one good touch is a goal so you know you can have a few bad ones whereas uh, yeah, in, in a defensive line particularly at centre back no
1: every touch needs to be top notch yeah um yeah
0: one, one other weird thing we talked about today that I I think will, will make decent decent discussion on the pod we were talking about um, we are talking about Des and the rumour this week that maybe he might be coming back um as the the Phoenix coach, I assume without Greenie this time, um, that would be the implication.
1: Well, Greenie can't, can't be he can't it, be an assistant either anymore. Because he yeah. has no he has no pro license. I think they're working on getting exemption for New Zealanders to yeah. to have the same and, uh, local unrestriction as, which means that the A license is enough, which yeah. is what Granny has,
0: which potentially could be in for next season. We don't know what's happening yeah, with that but, behind the scenes, yeah. but um, Des certainly has the required licenses, and, mm. and there seems to be a suggestion that maybe he'll um he'll be in the mix, um, which is an interesting one because yeah. he
1: he did a decent job. I, we could I don't do, have a particular problem with it. We could do a lot worse. Mm. We could do a hell of a lot worse uh, in hiring some sort of unknown. I guess the thing is that we know that he's not hes not Graham Arnold. He's not Ernie Merrick. In what sense? In the sense that he is very tactically astute and will be the best coach in the league in, on any given year because he won't okay. be there. Yep. Um, but he will be a mid-range coach with the right squad, could get us playoffs. Which at this point, a mid-table finish, I will take. Yep. Because we've had so many bottom of the table finishes. So long
0: as so I would, long as I it's would take a, a solid mid-table
1: finish. I would I take fourth, fifth. I don't think we can be fourth, fifth, is what I'm kind of aiming for. Yeah, here. but
0: the league often ends up so tight that you know you can be heading into say the last two or three games in eighth or ninth, yeah. and still be looking at finishing fifth. Uh, right? mm, I I yeah. think we need a we need to be solidly fifth. I don't think it can be, a we make a late run. Yeah, for, I, I, I think I, it needs to be a consistent mid-table season, and then that'll be fine.
1: Yeah. And it, it, kind of like the Ernie the season where we came, uh, we ended up placing fourth. And the the early season where we were, we're yeah. we were very good, we were always in the playoffs, never out of the playoffs, um, and and we finished there. I, I would take that, and I think Des can probably deliver that. Um, I think you the hinted point, it, you hinted it exactly. Yeah, the you right made this point right. is that he
0: requires the right squad, and my my concern about him is whether or not, given the kind of current climate for the Phoenix, whether or not he's the guy who can actually build a squad and attract the right players because essentially we might have five import slots available assuming Roy becomes a local which um the the word around the traps is that he might be for this season in which case you you potentially have five import slots available you have a lot of a lot of cap to play with and a lot of just spaces across the the rest of the squad to play with is Dears the right guy to identify the players we need there but also attract them
1: to the club and sign them. So the season that he did, he inherited Ernie's yeah. team. Team, yeah. And he didn't have to do any of this himself. No. Did he sign anyone in January? I don't think Smeltsy so. came in.
0: Yeah, but I doubt that was his call necessarily. I
1: think that was Smeltzi became available, available and offered in himself to the Phoenix and the Phoenix and took it. would be dumb not to take him, yeah. right? And, yeah. and
0: there's not a lot of work to do to attract him there. Yeah. wants to be playing some football. Yeah, That's the obvious choice.
1: Um but yeah, it's. I don't think he, I don't think he's bad at it. He certainly knows New Zealand. Yeah, he certainly I, knows New Zealand very well, and he definitely knows the, the the young players coming through, and has the advantage of seeing all the young players yeah. in their camps um, quite a lot. And but whether he can attract that that A League player who's been to a few clubs so far mm. and can come in and do a job, the kind of player like Mullen, could he attract a Mullen here? where Mullen, Mullen is going to be starting eleven, but not going to win us games, uh, could he attract that kind of player? I think potentially yes. I think yeah. given that he's a known quantity in the league now, people know who he is, and he knows who people are as well. Yeah. Um, I think he could do it. But it depends on the import strategy as well. Yeah, I think the, that import, point, the that, import strategy is the part that would concern me. It's I think, something that's failed previously. Yeah. That, it's a thing the Phoenix have done
0: very poorly for quite some time yeah. when now. You you
1: know? When you compare them to, say, like... It's, I don't like it when people compare to Sydney because Sydney are just an outlier in this completely. Yeah. Um. They you know, get five imports and they're all amazing. No other club's done that. But compare it to like the Jets this season where they signed a bunch of imports who were actually very, very good for them. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't necessarily think that on the face of it, but that's a big reason why they're up where they are on the table yep. and they're in the grand final. Whether we can attract five imports like that. I'm not sure. is they going to do that? I'm not sure there's anyone else in the club who could take that slack. No, um, because no, that, that staffing in the club hasn't changed. And, the last two or three years has not been great for imports. So, I would say the last great import we signed was Roley and look how that's turned out.
0: Yeah. Yep, I would agree. Um, but that, we kind of, we need that this year. We need two or three Roley or Eiffel or Daniel kind of level. We can't, we can't afford to have five that aren't up to snuff. Mm. We, we need at least two, but I would say ideally three of them to be at that level where they're playing, you know, they're starting every game and making decent impacts every game.
1: So who are the imports in this game? It's Raw. Uh, Rowley, Rolly, Rodriguez, A-Rod. Rossi, and there's someone missing. Do they play in this game? There's
0: a lot of people out injured. I'm trying to think who it could be.
1: It's Guy. It is, yes. Key doesn't play in this game. Yeah. Um, so, like, of those guys, Roy, obviously, outstanding. <laughs> yep. No problem there. A Rod was okay. Midfield, solid enough for an import. But if you wanted to win the league, not the input you need. No, nah. uh, Rossi. No, nah. like not great. And and Guy, obviously we all know how that finished, and yep. he wasn't really giving us much. So like the of, important- of,
0: of the five that year, you'd have to say Roy is probably the only one that, yeah. that lived up to billing. Roldy had patches of it, but towards the end of the season, we yeah. we weren't getting that from him, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. I would argue probably all of last season we probably didn't get that from him. Mm. Um, but when we did get it, he he definitely was up to the level. Yeah, I wouldn't say any of the other three were much better than a local you could have had in that
1: spot. Yeah, I think Rodriguez was always solid. Yeah. He never had a really bad game, or he never drifted out of games completely. But if we compare him to Redenton, for yeah, example, exactly. I'll take Redenton. does he offer a lot more than Redenton? No. I'll take Redenton any day of the week. Yep. Uh, and it sounds like we might need to try to take him because he's off elsewhere. So that's <laughs> good times. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one, because like it's hard to watch this game and try and work out what the Phoenix need to do now. <laughs> like... This game is not indicative of anything that we <laughs> no. have a problem at the moment. No. Like, this game is very much... This was the worst game of this season. Nothing else got close to it. Act- oh, like the very, very early on, the sixth one lost to victory did. But nothing in the back half of the season got close to being as bad as this game. Uh, and it, we never really had a game like this last season. Well, it, it's funny because we're, um, we're talking about Dez as a potential option. And watching and this
0: watching game. And watching this game. Yeah, But yet we still both are kind of on that he could be all right but yeah. if we got a season of this, it'd be a nightmare.
1: But I don't think any coach would give us a season of this. Like, this is so not, awful that, Yeah, like, even Dario this year, when, when he was calling everybody dicks and pissing off all the players and being te- just shit in general, never provided this. Yeah. There were, there were games where it looked a lot like this. We
0: just didn't get put to the sword mm. quite so much. But, you know, the, the, the problem, as we've said, is the whole team were a bit shit. Yeah. We definitely had games where the whole team were a bit shit and we just were lucky but we lost to two be done nil. by five. Yeah,
1: or we scored a couple of lucky goals and lost 3-2. Yeah. yeah,
0: a few a few individual performances dragged up yeah. um, what was an otherwise abject performance. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this game is bad. And it's, it's yeah. interesting that you know we kind of exclude this in some ways from from the
1: Dez era. Um, well, yeah, because like even even we do that, and we've seen yeah. this nine times. Yep. Now I don't know why we do it, but but we do, and, and I can, it feels like it feels
0: valid to exclude it. But under, I can't articulate I can, why.
1: I can understand why others do because it's a very easy game to forget, and like you just block it was blocked out from your memory. Yeah. We 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 spoke. Was it last week or the week before? Um, I can't remember which one it was because we released them both. Uh, yep. in between recording the last podcast, but uh, we talked about listening back to the podcast no. of this game. Yes, and we've since been informed by a few people that this was the podcast that we never actually mentioned the game. The game we just yep. avoided talking about the game completely, which um, um, has, has now
0: become apparent to us that we we avoided talking about it for one podcast because we hated it so much, and instead we're doing twenty seven podcasts 27 on this game pods. we didn't ever want to talk about.
1: Yeah, uh, which is a bold move. Yeah, uh, let's see how it <laughs> pays off for us, Colin. Um, <laughs> so far. Uh, not that well. Not well. I would have much preferred to just record one pod about it and be done with it. Yeah. Um,
0: and at least at the time, we could have slagged it off. Instead, of waiting a year, it feels like we, we have to write something different on it. And God, this it, mm. it gets different. That's for sure.
1: I think potentially this might be part of the reason why Guy challenged us to do this game. Yeah. Was well, because we said, oh, it was a shit game and we didn't even talk about on the pod. And he said, do you know what you should do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know what you should do is... Uh, is record the old uh, the old worst idea concept, yeah, but apply it to a game of football.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about talk about guy. Um, he's not here.
1: He's not here. No, not here, but, but him not being here is a normal thing. Correct. He's normally not here. That that's true. But uh, this week he was probably going to be here. We, we were trying. Um, we tried. We tried. But both
0: him and him on Twitter agreed to do some appearances but the timing just hasn't quite worked out for us um, yeah. annoyingly but we will we will continue to endeavour to try and get them on um, and we obviously have another another guest as well that are, uh, again that hasn't worked out because there's, there's a few people in town who are interested in appearing the, but the problem, Comedy Fest
1: timing's just yeah the problem, with, the problem with having or wanting to get comics on the podcast is that the only time they're ever in Wellington is for the New Zealand International Comedy Festival when they're all fucking busy because of the Commonly festival
0: oh, yeah well, and, and made tougher by the fact that you're also working on a show yeah so like, like there are times
1: i just can't do yeah
0: so there's your show to compete with and their shows and having nine to five jobs for us yeah i think if we had been able to go hey let's just do it midday on tuesday that might have might have been, been possible would have been easy yeah um, um but, but yeah it's, it's not looking like it's going to work out this time at least at least with tim and guy but uh we'll, the the other guest i'm not going to name for now i think we'll have him on sometime soonish
1: yeah um, yeah, because I, I feel like all these guys would raise the standard of our podcast. Um They certainly bring in a new listener. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yep. Just a, I'll, an I'll, audience I'll, that we don't normally hit. I'll take one more listener on this podcast is <laughs> all I need at this point. Yeah. Um Yes, uh, uh,
0: we're scaring away all our non-football listeners this week by talking a l- like the most
1: we've talked about football, football. in a long time. I, it's it's kind of it's weird because like this week I just feel very lethargic about everything, um, which means that even just talking about the not football, I usually I get really excited about it, and and <laughs> and I'm just not I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm just not quite feeling it, which is fine. That's fine. I mean, we're going to record 27 of these. They're not all going to be bangers. No. Well, are are any of them? Who knows? Uh, we've had good reviews about the about one of them, just one, uh, <laughs> just just one. <laughs> yeah, the the, the the Auckland podcast with the, the Pukeko. Well, clear, clearly we just need to go and
0: sit outside when we record more often. That's that's the answer. <laughs> to be
1: fair, when things get boring, we can just point out a thing that's happening in the real world, um, like a Pukeko turning up and eating chips, or someone yep. walking past. And if that's the level, if that's if that's the level of quality that we need to 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 <laughs> to, to, to push out a banger of, of a pod, um, then we could probably do that. One thing that Guy and Tim often did was that they would just take their portable recording gear and, and go for a walk. And go yeah. for a walk um, with the gear that we have, not quite possible. Yeah, I wonder what sort of what, what were they were recording them to? Something something obviously smaller than your laptop. It's like yeah, because I use my laptop to record. We've talked about the little red box before, but the box plugs into my laptop. Uh, they have a little uh, little handheld recorder. Why don't you have one of those, Patrick? I mean, you're you're really leading us down here. Um. You know how we get no funding for this podcast? <laughs> uh, and even if we did set up a Patreon page, nobody would Patreon us. Um, yes, I do know these things. These are these are both
0: things. I mean, you you said you would, and I'm quite happy to take 50% of whatever you'd like to donate. <laughs> the
1: thing is, at that point, it's just me buying equipment for us, and I may <laughs> yeah. as well not pay Patreon 10%, or like four percent yeah. service fees, I may as well just go down to the rock shop and buy it. Um, but if you'd like to buy us a portable recorder, uh, <laughs> I'll post the one that I'd love in the uh, on the old tweet tweets. You can pimp yourself out via like an Amazon wish list or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and if someone wants to buy us a portable recorder so that we can push out more banger pods then please do well,
0: I think I think it's we could probably just go sit in the park sometime yeah like the problem is that we keep recording on really shitty days like it's raining currently yeah it is but, uh,
1: um, but like we showed with Auckland that we can just take the laptop with us yeah. and, and sit down on a bench we could record in like Civic Square for example people would give us weird looks even, even the park literally behind your house would be oh, yeah. fine that'd be, that'd be totally good we could totally, on a then, nice day we could just go to fucking Rogue yeah. Rogue and Vagabond and have beers and at the pub. I was, I was trying not to give away the location of your house. Oh, were you?
0: Yeah. Because when I said that park, obviously I meant the bar in that park. Oh,
1: right, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant to sit in the, the non-licensed area of the park. Well, why would I do that when there's a licensed area of the park um, where I could be in a beanbag with a beer? That's a good point. See, the thing is I didn't actually give away location of... I just named a random bar in Wellington. You're the one who <laughs> drew, yeah, drew the parallel between the park and the, the random bar I had mentioned. <laughs> um, although quite clearly I mentioned it because it's in the park <laughs> yes uh, we could go to Four Kings and record a game and record one of these but we, could. we could we could even give them the USB and get them chuck it up on like oh, a TV God. there for us We'll see if other people join us to watch. Like, just put it up on the big screens on, Actually, the, on the wall. That, that's how. That's how we could do our uh, director's commentary. Is that we could set a time and go and do it at Four Kings. Actually, the problem with this is it's going to be completely illegal for them to put it up on a on a public. TV. They, no, they, but they play streams there. Like they they check up streams for things that aren't available on New Zealand television. This is true. So. Like they're already pushing it slightly. Yeah. And I mean... Fox- at, least, at least in those cases, that's not available on New Zealand television,
0: so no yeah. one's a rights holder to pursue yeah. them particularly.
1: Fox ain't ma- making any money
0: off this game anymore. No. It would be interesting to know how long the Sky rights even extend for. Do Sky still have rights to this game in New Zealand? Well, they must do, because they, they actually produced it. wow. Well- we have the Fox recording of it.
1: Yeah, but they produce. I don't know. Yeah, but so the
0: copyright holder probably still was Fox. Moral gray area. But it, it, it also would be interesting to know how long the Sky license extends because they probably they won't hold them forever. It'll be it, like it's surely more than twelve months, but there'll yeah, be but, a point where their, their sc- rights expire.
1: Sky, Sky will own the copyright to the the production that they've produced of it forever. They won't hold. Like if that makes sense, like not, not forever, but like 50 years because they produce this content in the same way that we own the content we're producing now.
0: But like, yeah, but if you're producing on behalf of someone else, that's not necessarily the case. If you're a lawyer
1: and know the answer to these questions, please. How legal is it for me to play this in a public bar? Like, cause if, if there is demand for that, we could go, we could go to a bar and put sit in the booth and watch this game and record the podcast with others present and, and they can take us off. That would be weird to be honest. Like it would be the, 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 the shit conversations. Like you hear a conversation afterwards that we're having on the podcast. The listeners, I'm saying you to the listener, whereas the shit that we talk during the games like we have to sit here for two hours and fill on time while we watch this game mm. the shit we talk is often much worse than the uh this week i at mcdonald's
0: that was that was a highlight for me it was, was, it was it early a, in the morning was I it a
1: highlight or was it a low light because you were very disappointed by the mcdonald's you were so excited about it well i was annoyed i was annoyed that they um they fucked up my order
0: and made me wait around for my coffee Oh. my food was ready yeah. and I hadn't made my coffee and then there was some problem with the till that the person ma- making the coffees would, seemed to be the only person capable of fixing whatever was wrong with a till so I had to stand there for 10 minutes while my food got cold waiting for the person to fix it and then come back and make my coffee I was like well this is dumb just make my coffee then go sort that shit out yeah or while well, you sort that out get someone else making coffees no I would stand here like a mug waiting while my food gets cold
1: how would it just left
0: well I want of my coffee though <laughs> it's a fair point like yeah i i i was grumpy about it but it yeah. was it was mostly just poor like management from them of how they were dealing with that so situation the
1: food was fine
0: oh yeah the food itself was fine except for the fact that i'd stood around for 10 right, minutes i while I, see. Got
1: a bit I understand now yeah. uh, i had uh i left over burger king burger from last night that i brought home with me which was um very very good i thought of the cheeseburger uh, yeah, you told me it was a cheeseburger. Was it not a cheeseburger? Well, no, because I definitely didn't order a cheeseburger, and I remember this now. <laughs> I'd ordered a, uh, I ordered ordered a crispy chicken, which comes in the same packaging as a cheeseburger. So in my head, eating a cold cheeseburger was going to be the highlight of my morning. It was going to be great. And then it was, like, it was a cold crispy chicken, and it wasn't. I
0: doubt it was crispy.
1: No, it wasn't crispy anymore. It was too much mayo in it, um, and because it has lettuce in it, because it's not a cheeseburger, it had lettuce in it. I couldn't eat it. No. And so that was a that was that was a problem there. So. Yeah, it was just disappointing all around.
0: I'm I'm not convinced that microwaving your old burger would have improved your morning. Uh, it would have. Because like, I, I thought I had a cheeseburger, and it wasn't a cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean, this is all your own fault. You went to Burger King, that was your first
1: mistake. You no, ordered badly. No, Second no, mistake. No mistake involved then- with Burger King.
0: No, Burger King's not good.
1: I love that we're giving a shout-out to Joey on this podcast, but also reamed out a different McDonald's to her McDonald's. Yeah, albeit. And then I'm trying to claim that Burger King is better than McDonald's. Well, I mean, no, none of the listeners agree with you here, surely. There, uh, I was very disappointed there, with- There was my, definitely a period where Burger King was better. But McDonald's up that game big time. Yeah. Um, I don't
0: even know that that's true. I think I think- Burger King just have gone downhill. They mm. they haven't offered anything new in a long time. When was the last time they came out with a, with a burger that wasn't just adding barbecue sauce to one of their existing burgers? <laughs> that's like, a good point. At least McDonald's keep like, hey look, Angus Burgers now, or you know, hey, we've got this whole new range of chicken or you know, whatever they're doing, like it's yeah. it's new stuff. I don't think they've necessarily stepped up in a massive way. Burger King's just like sat still yeah. and gone, hey look, it's this burger with barbecue sauce now, and you're like well, okay. Their, their
1: wraps are actually pretty, I had, a, I had one of their yeah. mcdonald's or burger King? mcdonald's is wraps oh, yeah. like it's a mcdonald's wrap you get what you expect but it was like it was it was the same meat that they put in the in the burgers and it was, so it was why enjoyable. wouldn't it be why would they have different meat like and when you say the same meat they, like they cut it up it was a patty no 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 no. oh no, no, no must no it must have been different meat <laughs> i don't know it was a while ago <laughs> i didn't even pay for it joey comp me because she wanted to know what they were like so she didn't even need it no she had she had, had one as well oh, okay yeah i think i had like fix her tvs at her, at her, at her mcdonald's on i don't know <laughs> so you're doing free work for them as well no no no, it wasn't free i got a wrap out of it oh, okay it was worth it 100 percent worth it um shining lights Shining lights. I did. I wrote down both a shining light and a shark cod, I but still, I can't
0: remember what either of them are. Well,
1: gonna... I, I know my shining light. Uh, I don't have a shark cod yet, so we'll see where this discussion takes us. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, would you like me to go first? Uh, no.
0: No? Just, no. To, just in case I steal yours.
1: <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to go first, so that I have both your shining light and your shark cod to cover up with my shark okay. cod. Good. Uh, my shining light this week, um, in the 40th minute, I love when we have to explain. We have to give like an explanation before we can actually get to the the showing lights because no one can see this in the 40th minute bottom right hand corner of the screen. There's a picture in picture that comes up of the teams entering, entering the ground uh, for the Sydney Sydney Derby, Derby. which is on afterwards as we've talked about many times. Um, As the players are walking in, they're wearing their access all areas lanyards. Yep. Because in field access. Yes. Both teams have team-branded lanyards. Sydney FC have sky blue lanyards and the Wanderers have red lanyards. And that is... This is your Shining light. That is this some is, super level of detail from those this clubs. Is, they haven't just ordered black lanyards. Why,
0: why did you enjoy this? They Which part of that do you find enjoyable?
1: Because you know how hard it is to find, like, coloured lanyards? Like, they have actively gone out and purchased lanyards. Almost
0: every team gives out lanyards to their members. Like, we get a lanyard every year. Yeah, but I'm guessing... I, I
1: bet they're just using their lanyards. I'm guessing that the players don't... The players' lanyards don't say season member 2018-19 on them, or whatever. Or for this game, 2016-17. And unfortunately, this is not a 4K version of this footage. We, well, we it's can't, a tiny picture-in-picture. We, picture. we can't zoom in on the, the lanyard. It's
0: also possible that the other clubs don't put the season year and the member, like, on their lanyard each year.
1: It might sense. just be a generic version of this. That those. makes sense, because then they can reuse them. Yes, the point, Dave, of the shining light <laughs> is is that you enjoyed this. Th- the, the point of the shining light is it's something that keeps us going, and <laughs> this keeps you going. And does it? and I particularly, I, I'm not trying to push my shining light on you. I'm not trying to tell you that this should be your shining light. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just digesting it for the reader just, of you just,
0: know why this was this was your shining it was just, light. It was just really. You know, it's like the week that you you enjoyed the the pitch crew, and I still don't understand what about them you
1: enjoyed, but that's fine. It's a good pitch. Of <laughs> all the things in this game that you can fault, the pitch is not one of them. No, it's an excellent quality pitch. Good, good. The, the lanyards were the color. Good coded. quality lanyards. You think? I don't know. I don't, no, no, no. I have no idea about the quality. I can't <laughs> tell you how good the quality is, or whether they stay on or not, whether they break. All I know <laughs> is that they're correctly colored for the teams. Are any Are any of the players walking on with a broken one? Well, no, because they replace it. They're just walking off the bus. Okay. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, you wouldn't just order 23 lanyards, one for each player for the season. No, I mean, that would seem you'd spectacularly order you'd order, you'd order 200, and if the player players lose them each week... <laughs> you're, you're relying on a lot of breakage there. <laughs> 10 per player. Yeah, they play, what, 27 games in a season? And you
0: think they, they break one every second game.
1: Or lose them, or leave them behind, or anything like that. I mean, I think I think you probably get in trouble for losing your, your all-access passes. No, not if, no, 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 no. Once you're in kit, you're fine. Like once you kill it, they, don't, they don't play the game in their lanyards. No. The subs but, don't sit on the bench in their I don't, lanyards. But I don't think they
0: just lose them immediately after
1: they put their kit on. I think they potentially might. It, it seems spectacularly unlikely. To I'm going to email Domi and ask him what happened to the Phoenix. How many lanyards do they order for their players every year? Because do the players lose their passes? Yeah. If, if players are losing
0: 10 a season. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Okay. I I think that seems very
1: unlikely. They're my shark gods of the week. Okay. The players that lose their <laughs> other lanyards my shark gods. All right. Well, that's terrible <laughs> stuff.
0: Um, my
1: shining light
0: is Talk me Rossi. It.
1: I'm, can can no, you guess why it would be Rossi? No. 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 I'm... I'm Okay,
0: you, he's almost invisible in this game. Right? I, I
1: know what I said about the shining light earlier about how it has to be—it's uh, for you. It's, it's, it's a thing to help you get through. <laughs> I am very sceptical at this point about the shining light. No, this is excellent stuff right here. I, I'm not—it's a, no. a free kick. It's
0: just outside the box, and Rossi does one of my favourite things in this game that I—I I think we've talked about before, but I don't think we've—I don't think we've gone into enough detail on it. And when
1: is this? I can't remember this. It's
0: second half okay, yep. and there's a free kick just outside the box I can't remember who gives away the foul that's kind of irrelevant to the whole thing but the referee gets out his vanishing spray oh, he, draw, he draws the circle around the ball he marches him back 10 and you know exactly where this yeah, is going I now because uh, it's yeah, good
1: right it's so good
0: <laughs> and and he draws the line for the defenders to stand on yeah. and the second he turns his back yeah. Rossi wipes away the line and walks forward two paces it's, it's, and then the line sets up where Rossi has now just set them up and, it's so, and no one says anything about it he just it's, he just wipes away the entire
1: line, walks back forward, and everyone sets up like nothing's it, happened. It was like, What's the time, to walk? <laughs> as soon as the referee turned his back, like it's he's just straight into it. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, and and it's like that's that's the one really
0: noticeable thing I think he does this game, other than when him and Lowry missed that header. But, um, yeah, yeah, just
1: wiping away the line so blatantly and just walking forward. I'm oh, like, I, That's brilliant stuff from a defender. I thought about this today. Uh, when we were watching this game I, I, actually watched, I watched some of the game I saw that and I thought about this and I didn't say this out loud to you at the time but in my head I, I kind of had a moral conundrum do I enjoy that a Phoenix player has done that or would I prefer that they played by the rules and and didn't just try to cheat it every single possible time that they could <laughs> and I couldn't answer that in my head because- no that's
0: fair I, I like the ballsiness of it though like he, see- he's done it very obviously he you think an-
1: the referee would know would would look for the vanishing spray, and make sure they're behind it. Yeah, or the and it's Linos would be
0: keeping some sort of track of this or anyone should be watching, but he, he just wipes it away and is like, Yep, we're ignoring that. The best Here's part where we go. The
1: best part is when he ends up with most of it on his boot <laughs> and the referee's turned back around at this point, and he has to like try and shake it off his boot. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, there's something on my boot. Ugh. Um,
0: but no, that was my shining light today. Yeah. I've noticed it every time, but today it was it was particularly yeah.
1: good. O- opening with my shining light is Marco Rossi. A very oh, yeah. ballsy move in this game. But, but you you have to agree. When given the reason, you're like no, that that is his one yeah, good moment. M- Marco Rossi doing that in particular yeah as a good shining light. Hey, um, I've done my shot call of the week, so you can do yours now. <laughs> I mean,
0: yours <laughs> was appalling in quality, but that's all right.
1: Uh, yeah. Do you even remember what it was? Yeah, people who lose their lanyards. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast this
0: week is lanyards. <laughs> okay. Um, mine is not a person this week, but it, it, there's a moment in the game. That's fine. I'm that okay. definitely uh, was my was my low light of the game. And uh, it's when Roy gets subbed off eventually. And so he's, he's been injured already. He's struggling and he sits down. Yep. And there's just a really sad moment where he sat there and he's shaking his head and he, he, he just can't continue. But the referee comes over and... And offers to help him up and he just shakes his head. he's like nah i'm done and he's he's clearly grumpy at the referee's only given a yellow card but then a few players like Doyle and stuff come over and all are like mate we need you you know and try and help yeah. him up but Roy is just done and it's it, it, you know it's not Roy it's not any of the people involved it's just that situation sucks and that's definitely a low light of this game and uh yeah. That moment there, my shark cod of the week. Just yep. seeing how kind of distraught Roy is, but how, you know, everyone around him is trying to, you know, pick him up and, you know, go, but we need you, but he just can't do it. He's he's actually injured and unable to continue. And that sucks.
1: Fuck Osama Malak.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: I, although for the first time this week, I noticed that Osama Malik does at the very least go over and. Tap Roy on the back. <laughs> yeah. He, he, does. Does, he doesn't offer to help him up. He doesn't uh, like profusely yeah. apologize. He just taps him on the back after the, tip oh, I, of the tackle. I think, in,
0: in fairness, he's kind of surprised he's not getting sent off, to be yeah. honest, because he knows that that's a shocker. Yeah. When he gets you on the red card there, he's, there's no complaints. Yeah. Um, oh, in fact, I've segued beautifully to my only other comment we haven't talked about yet, which is uh, when Smelty gets his yellow card. And, and I can't remember if it's Fred or Piney, but um, one of the two of them goes, Yeah, it's a yellow for Smelty there, and he'll have no complaints about that one. And the shot is of. Smeltzy loudly complaining at the referee that, that there was no intent there or whatever he's complaining about but as the commentator's explaining he has no complaints, you can just see Smeltzy complaining loudly and at length at the referee that he shouldn't be getting a card for this. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the, we have no complaints about what Smeltzy did in the crowd. Like, uh, <laughs> No, we, we think Smeltzy's completely we, in the right. I, I can't remember if we mentioned this every week but every week we really enjoy when we yell cheat, cheat, cheat well, or not, not us here but like on the footage the yellow fever yelled cheat 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 at uh, (laughs) Sorensen, and he's just been absolutely clattered by Smeltsy it's definitely one of of those things that gets us through the last 20 minutes of the game
0: it's just one of the worst challenges in the game and you know Marlex is obviously the worst this is right up there it's a yellow card and he shouldn't have any complaints about yeah. it but he does he does and and we, and, and, and we do in and, and the crowd obviously we have seen a different replay to what we get to see in the, on the television footage because the crowd are convinced that this is some sort of dive or something but it's not he it's
1: just not. kicks him he, very late he yeah he lashes out uh, he runs in late and just collects Sorensen and Sorensen is completely justified in all the, uh, what's the uh, there's a word for it? You're not going to help me because you never do. No. Um, screams in pain. Not quite what I was going for. Makes it sound worse than it is. <laughs> uh, Sorensen yells out in pain.
0: I really don't know
1: what you're looking for here. It's a word like ounce, but it's not ounce. That's all I can think <laughs> what? of. What? Like- I mean if you wanna if you wanna
0: salvage your dignity here, the the thing to do is pronounce the name that you've learned this week. I don't know who you learned it
1: from. Gascoigne.
0: It, it's very exciting. Gascoigne.
1: You, you've been practicing. Yeah, there's no Karen and like it's not Gaskarin <laughs> really it's not Gaskarin I could, at all it's not even close I couldn't work out why you guys were so found it so funny when I said Gaskarin that's <laughs> also known as Gaza, or Paul which is his given name where did where did you learn this from I learned this from did the, you do like YouTube research or because you were
0: very <laughs> excited to mention it on the other podcast you were like I have learned his name <laughs>
1: like well done um <laughs> uh frosty tried to justify the, that i had it wrong by pointing out that i might be thinking of tony cascarina yeah who i wasn't because i don't know who that is um <laughs> okay. yeah uh, so definitely that's definitely not what i was thinking of uh, I, I watched some footage of it of of, of it of of guess going they see the wrong of Gascoin gaza um shoot taking shots uh no uh, scoring goals some, some goal <laughs> okay. footage um, I watched I, the the video I found was. Well, did you look this up with the sole purpose of learning his name? Totally, hundred okay. percent. Why would I watch guest going videos? I always hit it again. It's the ease with which it rolls off the tongue that's <laughs> most impressive to the listeners. On <laughs> um, an audio medium, all I've got is my confidence and my voice, and it's not there. <laughs> no, Not um, even a little bit. Uh, I watch footage, and I had to sit through. The one that I found was him scoring a goal in a FA Cup semi-final or something. And there was a penalty down the other end. And the the title of the video was Paul Gascoigne <laughs> goes downfield after penalty and scores. And I was expecting like, okay, penalty save, attack, score. It's not. It was like two minutes of play in between. But eventually we got there and I heard the commentator yell, Gascoigne, very loudly into his microphone and listened and learnt. Okay,
0: it's good. How long? How long did you spend looking at videos? Was this the first video you watched?
1: First video. Okay, I did then go to another video to like make sure, (laughs) make sure that I hadn't been misled again. Again, who (laughs) misled you last time? FIFA Road to the World Cup. When they said Gaskarin. Gaskarin. they never said that. Surely, I'm gonna.
0: Okay, okay. So your claim now is that? Can I I get that game? FIFA Road to the World Cup says Gascaran. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's your new claim. <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned. It. That's what I learned it. as a as a young young boy. I thought the
0: original claim here was that in that game they called him Gaza. Oh
1: no 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 so, no. So so
0: they they call him Gazza Gascarin as your, is no, your no, 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 no. They,
1: no 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 There might be two different pieces of commentary in okay. this. Okay,
0: and in one they call him Gaza, and in the other they call him
1: Gascarin. <laughs> 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 I said the right one. I said Gascoigne there. I'm so focused on saying it right that I couldn't say it wrong.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna see if I can find some YouTube clips of, no, of no, 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 no. that FIFA game. We're
1: not finding YouTube clips. I'm bringing that game in next time. Oh, I don't want to play some old PlayStation. Game. Not, we're not going to play it. I'm just going to set up a game. and It's going to be England versus England. I'm going to pass the ball to Gascoigne, and he's going to shoot, and the commentator is going to say Gascoigne scores. <laughs> okay, And then we're going to record it and put it on the podcast so everyone can hear all right i look
0: forward to that none of
1: that somehow happening. i need to either find my old copy of fifa of the world cup 98 which hopefully i still have um and I'm, some way to play like ps1 games which is i mean it feels like youtube footage of this game is much easier uh potentially i'm not sure that they will have a gas moment in the i don't okay well, what
0: i mean that? if they mispronounce his name that badly someone else has noticed it
1: That's a fair point.
0: (laughs) If the the far more likely thing of you just (laughs) not knowing what his name is, is the case, then uh, it may be hard to find that particular audio footage that doesn't exist.
1: Hey, we've been recording for 57 minutes now. Oh, good. Should we... uh, We should probably stop then. Wrap that up there. I'm just sick of talking about Gascoigne.
0: Well, I I, I like that you've learned how to say it. It's good. I think the listeners will enjoy that, and they've got a new claim to enjoy as well of, of... you know FIFA games getting his name wrong, and that's that's really who's to blame here. You, you know they've how, been misleading you for years. You know,
1: and worst idea the first season, Tim and Guy continue to tell us that they're going to get the girl who got hit in the back of the head with an ice cream scoop on their yes. podcast. Uh, and they just never do? Yeah. Uh, this is going to be our thing is just gas it's always. Well, isn't, isn't I mean, it?
0: also also promising that we're going to have Guy and Tim on continues to be a thing. <laughs> Admittedly, in this case, they said they would come on. Um, we have... Well, those tweets exist. You can see them. Yeah. But that's, we're, that's not entirely on
1: us. Were they putting on a persona for their tweets? Quite possibly. We will never know. No. We will never
0: know. We will continue to pursue that as an option, though. Um, but yeah, obviously people much more famous than ourselves and uh their schedules are sadly more important than our ridiculous podcast that only 100 people listen to
1: but we appreciate all 100 listeners we do thank you for listening uh we'll be back next week with our 10th watch Yay. of this um, double digits double digits finally uh we will be 10 27 of the way through <laughs> we're currently i oh know this means we're one third of the way through this it does that's all right Yeah, I'll take that. One third of the way through. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye. Bye. Worst result at home for Wellington Phoenix in the club's history.